for the Canadian Society of Physician Leaders, I'm Pat Rich, and this is Leading the Way, the podcast for and about physician leaders. On today's show, your host, Dr. Johnny Van Arda, Executive Medical Director of CSPL, will be speaking with Dr. Jane Lemaire. Jane has been working in the field of physician wellness since 2004 and is co-director of WellDoc Alberta, a pan-provincial initiative addressing occupational distress syndromes such as burnout and moral distress and promoting mental and physical health for physicians. Over to you, Johnny. Well, thanks very much, Pat, and welcome, Jane. Thank you. It's so great to have you online from Calgary. I heard you recently talk about humanity in medicine. And I'd like to ask you first, what is humanity in medicine? How do we define it? In that talk, I actually took a moment to look up some of the formal definitions of humanity. And some of the definitions are the quality of being kind and thoughtful and sympathetic towards others. Also being kind to people and animals by making sure they don't suffer more than necessary. Humanity is also defined as a word that it's like what quality that makes us human. So our ability to love and have compassion and be creative and not be like a robot or an alien or a god, but rather be a person. And so when we think about all those definitions, if we transpose that into what does humanity and medicine mean, I think it's kind of represented in all those definitions. So I think about humanity in medicine as being a necessary virtue in our profession, because we have to aim to alleviate or at least lessen suffering in our patients. We clearly want to have kindness and compassion for people at their most vulnerable, and often when they're at their worst, either like physically, emotionally, or cognitively. And we want to enact that virtue of humanity without bias, either innate or learned or conscious or unconscious. So it really compels us to adapt to the need of every patient that's also a person that's also a human being and to somehow overcome the substantive barriers to the delivery of healthcare. It's really about us being healers, right? In the true sense of the word, like not robots where we just do these algorithms and we apply all our evidence-based guidelines, et cetera, et cetera. But we think, who's this person in front of me? Who's that individual? And how I address their needs. So I'm not here to be a god or a hero, but I'm here to enter into that healing relationship with that patient sitting in front of me, that human being, and recognize the limits to the science. But there's a huge scope and power of healing through humanity and medicine. One of the questions I really want to ask you today is what makes it challenging to practice the value of humanity in our profession in today's day and age? I think there have been so many advances in the medical sciences that have engendered the need for actual healthcare systems. Before we had this simplicity and autonomy of a doctor-patient relationship, and now there are these workplace tensions that are created that are often beyond the control of other us as doctors or of our patients. So that makes it challenging. You add in things like electronic health systems, multiple administrative tasks, that kind of all whittles away at our time with our patients. It's become bureaucratized. We face computers instead of facing our patients. Add in things like profit-driven models of healthcare that 
again, that business of medicine rather than the actual fundamental right to health care. And then excessive workloads that don't allow us to be present, like really present for our patients. These are all threats to humanity and medicine. Increasingly and sadly, we're facing threats to our psychological safety and even our physical safety through discrimination, harassment, racism. We've seen physical threats from violent patients. So it's really challenging to practice with humanity when we are facing so many different threats. So as the co-director of WellDoc Alberta, you are helping to develop and embed wellness into the structure and the culture of the Alberta healthcare system. What is WellDoc Alberta? What does it do? And how does it link that wellness with humanity? So WellDoc Alberta has been in existence for almost three years, and we're really a pan-provincial approach to the science of physician wellness, in particular the upstream, so that we can try to mitigate the occupational distress syndromes and also promote mental and physical health for physicians. We have a wonderful physician health program in Alberta, so we don't really take care of treating distressed physicians. Everything we do is evidence-based and taught by content experts. So I think we all know that if physicians are well, we're more likely to do a good job. And if you're unwell, either from things like burnout or moral distress or through untreated or undiagnosed mental illness, it negatively affects our patient care. And of course, it negatively affects the systems in which we work. So if you're an unwell physician, you will definitely be more challenged to be able to practice with humanity. It makes all those barriers that we talked about even more challenging to overcome. So at WellDoc Alberta, we just want to aim to enhance literacy around physician wellness and then to provide physicians and groups of physicians and hopefully leaders within the healthcare system time for some reflection. We want to help coach physicians and groups of physicians towards positive change. And when I say coaching, I mean coaching in the true sense of the word, but also mentorship and guidance and consultation and, and some actual instrumental support. For example, we help groups of physicians to develop formal peer support teams so that when physicians face those barriers, they can reach out and talk to peers who perhaps have experienced the same thing. Well, Doc Alberta provides supports for physicians at different career stages. For example, we're working on a program to help transition physicians into their practice. If you go back to those days, you know, remembering how we felt in the early days of our career, there's lots of, you know, uncertainty and vulnerability. Does that resonate for you, Johnny? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we have imposter phenomenon and all that. And uh, again, using an evidence-based practice of bringing people together to share food at commensality groups, we bring new faculty together and really focus on their experience and how they're feeling and normalize it. And then again, provide some collegial, informal social support around that and normalize that it's okay to feel vulnerable and to feel uncertain and to, you know, not be sure about how things are unfolding. And it's just an absolutely wonderful program um, that allows us coming back to that humanity piece to treat ourselves with humanity. And then again, that makes it a lot easier for us to incorporate humanity into our practice. 
I really like when you uh, talk about the peer-to-peer support and how we can make some difference because it shows that at the end of the day, I mean, we are the system and the system is us and we can change from inside, of course, with the help of programs like uh, WellDoc Alberta. When I look at the COVID-19 syndemic, do you believe that that syndemic had a measurable impact on the well-being of, of physicians and, and what steps can or are being taken by different programs like, for example, WellDoc Alberta to specifically address that impact? So not only do I believe, but there's very firm data that shows that all the occupational distress syndromes like burnout and moral distress have been amplified during the pandemic. Our mental health has been severely affected in the general population. The pandemic has caused a mass mental health trauma event from which we're not likely to recover for some time. And healthcare workers have been disproportionately affected to the extent because of the work that they do. And we know that newer physicians, women, frontline workers, definitely higher anxiety, substance use disorder, burnout, moral distress, and worsening mental health. But then even before the pandemic, Burnout was actually considered an epidemic amongst physicians. That word was used in multiple publications. WellDoc Alberta was launched before the pandemic. We've been working on physician wellness in Alberta for the last 15 to 17 years. We benefited from that strong foundation because we had a culture that supported the concept that physicians deserve to be well because they just deserve to be well, but also because it positively affects patient care and the systems in which they work. So we were so well positioned to offer the additional support needed during the pandemic. It's not like we did anything different. We were able to just step up our game and focus on some things that have really risen to the top during the pandemic, like the emotional distress, like the moral challenges that we're seeing during the pandemic that have reached new heights for all of us, even though we do experience them at baseline in medicine. So after the pandemic, we're going to continue the same work. And just because the pandemic has dissipated, we definitely can't forget about physician wellness. It's so nice to hear that the physicians benefited from what was already in place before the pandemic. And one wonders what would have happened if that had not been in place. And it's similar to stories I hear in other parts of the country where people said the resilience of the organization uh, as a whole and the embedding of physician leadership and kindness and compassion into the culture and the structure of the organization before the pandemic actually helped us function better during the pandemic. So if we take into consideration everything we've talked about today and and add your experiences of the last decade, what advice do you have for physician leaders? I think the key thing, it's such an important message for physician leaders, is that physician wellness is absolutely linked to leadership. So leaders have so much influence and power to shift culture, to set a tone, and that can really enhance physician wellness. We have science to show that good physician leaders, there are, there is less burnout and improved job satisfaction amongst those that they lead. We know that they can shift culture. They can role model that humanity through compassionate leadership. Across the pandemic, we saw multiple examples of leaders, you know, who started out with, hi, everyone, 
We hope you're okay. We know this is a really hard time. We understand if you're not doing all right. And it was so amazing to see that authenticity and that vulnerability and the validation that we're all going through a really hard time. And I think that type of compassionate leadership has really helped us get through the pandemic because we know that our leaders have our backs. And then most importantly, change can happen from the grassroots level. And we're so excited to see so many physicians at the grassroots taking on the challenges of improving physician wellness in different ways. But leaders have so much power to implement system-level physician wellness programs that really embeds it at that system level and normalizes it. We have occupational programs for lots of different professions, and it's really time that we have it for physicians as well. Zoom right back out to the start of our conversation. Having compassionate leadership allows the mitigation of occupational distress syndromes. That is linked to improved quality of patient care. That ensures that physicians can provide medical care with humanity because they'll also have compassion for their patients and for themselves. Jane, I, I want to thank you on, on several levels. I mean, first of all, personally, uh, you and your team are doing amazing work and we see the results of that because I know that you're starting to measure some of the changes. Number one, number two, I mean, you've been doing this research and have this expertise for the entire millennium already when you started to, to practice. So thank you very much for that and for your kindness. And on behalf of the members of the Canadian Society of Physician Leaders, I'm very grateful for the time you spent with us. My great pleasure to be here today. Back over to you, Pat, in Ottawa. Thanks, Johnny. And thanks, Jane. That's our show for today. Please keep listening and tune in to our future podcasts. You can subscribe to them through your favorite podcast platform or access them via the CSPL website at physicianleaders.ca. Until next time.